Well, spring is in the air, and along with it comes baseball season, which is now in, well, pardon the expression, fall swing. And baseball is a sport for well-trained, finely tuned athletes who aren't afraid of grueling, sweaty hard work. Okay, Calvin, you're up. Me? But, Coach, I haven't caught my breath from the last time. That was last season. It's a long walk out to the plate. Why can't I just strike out here? But that's the point. That pitcher can't pitch. He'll walk you. You mean I have to go out there? Like to the bases? Okay, so some of us aren't quite as finely tuned as others. Well, we're going to hear about a boy who never even made it to practice in today's adventure in Odyssey. Oh, hi there. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit, and this is Odyssey. Hey! Let's see if this thing works. Hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. I'm Chris, and you've arrived on the other side of the radio, right here in a place we call Odyssey. Today, there's a carnival that's come to town, and it seems to be attracting quite a crowd. But we're going to be interested in the carnival. Before we do that, uh, do you remember the question I asked you last week? What's your favorite place to go on a family vacation? Well, we've gotten a lot of responses to our survey, but we still need more. And we've got an interesting way to tell you how the survey comes out. When summer vacation starts, we're going to meet a family that spends their summer however you decide they ought to spend it. If you haven't been a part of our survey, you can call us any day except Sunday on our toll-free number. It's 1-800-A-FAMILY. And we'll send anybody who calls a free copy of today's program. Remember, that's 1-800-and-the-letters-A-FAMILY. Well, we'll find out who is and isn't going to the carnival when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this. think I'll ever be able to forget Officer David Harley's last case in Odyssey. Not only because it was probably the most difficult case of his career, but, well, because it happened at the most unlikely time of all, during a big carnival that occasionally wanders through our town. And more than that, we never could have guessed that it would turn out the way it did, especially when things started off so normally. Honey, I need two more double scoops of chocolate in the Rocky Road. Coming up, just as soon as I get this banana split done. We'll have it for you in just a moment. And uh, what can I do for... Oh, hello, David. Uh, Officer Harley Witt, I'm on duty. Right, sorry. Ah, you look pretty busy today. Oh, it's this carnival that's in town. Everybody seems to be stopping by here for ice cream on their way. Uh, Here's your double chocolate in Rocky Road. Thank you. I'll get it. Hello, Witt's end. Yes, Chief. He's right here. It's for you, Officer Harley. Uh, Chief Smithson. Oh, thanks. 
Hmm, wonder why he didn't call me on the walkie-talkie. Hi, Chief. I mean, uh, Officer Harley here. Why are you calling me on the phone? I have my walk. Oh, 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 you've been trying. Well, that's peculiar. Yeah, it's on. Must not be working. Yeah, I better test it. It should be working. The squelch button test's okay. Give it a try. Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me? Over. Loud and clear, Chief. Must have a loose wire. I'll have one of the boys look at it when I return to the station. Over. Go back to the telephone. Over. Right. Back to the telephone. 10-4. Over and, uh... I'm back on the phone. Sure, go ahead. Hmm, Steve Larson? No, I haven't seen him. Hey, has anybody seen Steve Larson today? Steve Larson? No. no, 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 no Wait. Well, he hasn't been in today. I haven't seen him either. Oh, sorry, Chief. No one's seen him. What's the, uh... Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, what's that address again? Mm-hmm. Got it. I'm on my way. Thanks, Wit. Nothing serious, I hope. Oh, uh, Mr. Larson called the station. Steve has been missing since this morning. He left to go to softball practice and never made it. Uh, they're very concerned. Well, he probably went to the carnival instead. I mean, who wants to go to boring softball practice when there's a carnival in town? Well, I don't think so. Steve Larson's more responsible than that. Well, the chief is going to check out the carnival while I go to the Larson's house. Oh, boy. A case. <laughs> Thanks for the ice cream. But you didn't have any. Okay, let me get this straight. He left for his 10 a.m. softball practice around 9.45, right? Yes. Mr. Webster down the street saw him headed that way. Mm -hmm. He sometimes cuts through the woods at the bottom of the hill. Now, was he with anybody? No, he was mowing the lawn. On the way to softball practice? He's an industrious boy. I meant Mr. Webster. Oh, Mr. Webster's industrious. No, I mean, yes. I, I mean, Mr. Webster was mowing the lawn when he saw Stevie walking to softball practice. I told the chief all this before, Officer Hardy. Harley. My boy has been gone for nearly four hours. He's never gone that long without checking in. Now, we've called everywhere. Anyone he'd go see. His best friend Jay, his Sunday school teacher, even Larry Waldman, and they barely talk to each other anymore. I've spent the past two hours looking through the woods where he was last seen and couldn't find a thing. You looked in the woods? Of course. It's the first place we looked. A bunch of us went before I called the police. Some are still looking, I think. Steve plays down there constantly. He's a regular man of the wilderness. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to stop with these questions and go back. Uh, how was Steve when he left? Was he happy, sad, angry? He was fine. He happy. He was going to softball practice. He loves softball. That's why we're so worried. Did you or your wife or even your daughter possibly have a disagreement or a fight with him before he... Look, Officer Harley, if you're fishing to say that he ran away, he didn't. Everything was perfect when he left. Now, why don't you try to find him rather than sit here asking a bunch of ridiculous questions? Now, look, we have spent enough time with this. I'm going to go look for my son. Goodbye, Officer Hardy. Oh, uh, that's Harley. Uh, never mind. Chief Smithson continued to check the carnival for any clues about Steve Larson. At this point, nobody knew what had become of him. Mrs. Larson began distributing pictures of her son around the carnival and throughout the town, just in case someone might have seen him. No one wanted to say it, but the possibility that Steve had been kidnapped began to play heavily in everyone's thinking. 
Meanwhile, Officer Harley decided to follow up on the leads Mr. Larson had given him. So he went to talk to Jay Brandt, Steve's best friend. Now, what can you tell me about Steve Larson? Nothing. Why not? Because I don't know anything. Know anything about what? Steve skipping out on softball practice. Wait a minute. Steve skipped out on softball practice? Oops, that's not what I meant to say. He skipped out on softball practice this morning. I'm going to be in trouble. Well, why'd he do it? To go to the carnival, I'll bet. You could bet, but you'd be wrong. Okay, I won't bet then. Now, where would he go? Everyone I talked to said he loved softball and wouldn't miss it for anything in the world. They might be wrong. They might? Everyone usually is when it comes to me and Steve. See, it's like my parents. They think I'm weird because I didn't want to go to the carnival with them. I can't get them to understand that I hate carnivals. The rides make me sick and feel like I want to throw up. My dad says I'm just being a baby. He says I'm going to grow up to be a sissy. Now, what does all this have to do with Steve? Steve hates carnivals, too, just like we both hate softball. He told me last night he never wanted to go to softball again. Ah, and based on that, you figure he skipped out on it this morning. Well, why didn't you tell this to Mr. Larson when he talked to you earlier? Are you kidding? Steve's dad would go nuts if he found out Steve skipped softball. I'm not going to get him in that kind of trouble. I'm supposed to be his friend. Some friend. I've told you more than I should have. He's going to kill me. Do you know where Steve is now? No. Are you sure? Yeah. He just said he was going to skip softball. He didn't say he was going to do a disappearing act. Oh, well, I'm back where I started. You know, you should have told someone this earlier, Jay. You don't know that Steve isn't hurt somewhere or in trouble, or both. I, I didn't want to be a snitch. Yeah, but people all over town are worried about your missing friend, and what you know could make all the difference in finding him. Understand? Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Well, on with the case. Where are you going to go now? I've got to talk to a man about some woods. Huh? The woods where he was last seen. Did you ever play with Steve in those woods? Yeah, we go exploring and stuff, but there's nothing in there, though. Yeah, nothing. Except maybe a lot of places to hide. Well, we'll see if Officer Harley's hunch pays off when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this. And now, back to today's adventure in Odyssey. Word about Steve Larson's disappearance began to get around town, and the entire community joined in on the search. Most of the folks began to speculate openly that he was kidnapped. Officer Harley's conversation with Jay Brandt, however, sent him in a different direction. Officer Harley went to talk to Mr. Webster, the last person to see Steve Larson. Yes? Mr. Webster? That's me. Ah, a policeman. I was wondering when you boys would get around to talking to me. Now, listen up. I put a note on my car window that said I would only be in the store for a minute to pick up a prescription. I'm an old man, and I don't think I should have to walk the entire length of the street for a two-minute errand. Uh, Mr. Webster... You were just waiting for me, weren't you? Just sitting there watching for an opportunity to write me a parking ticket. Haven't you boys got anything better to do than pray on old folks who try to survive on meager income? Uh, Mr. Webster, I'm not here about a parking ticket. Oh, go ahead on, arrest me. I'm ready to go, shackled and bound. 
Matilda, don't cook me dinner. I'm going to jail. I'm not going to arrest you, Mr. Webster. There's a principal here worth fighting for and... Huh? You're not? No, sir. Oh, well, glad you came to your senses. What do you want, then? I want to ask you a couple of questions about Steve Larson. Oh, the missing boy, yeah. yes. Have you found him yet? Not yet. And what are you doing here? Well, I... You should uh, be out looking. Yeah. Someone could snatch him up and be long gone. Uh-huh. Happens a lot these days. Yes, sir. I'd be out looking, but I hurt my back mowing the lawn this morning. Yeah, I understand you were the last to see him. Oh, well, maybe. Don't know. Saw him headed into the woods across the street. Uh-huh. About a quarter to ten this morning? Yeah, I suppose. I like to get the lawn mowed before the noonday sun. Cooler that way. I understand. Now, was Steve carrying anything? Carrying anything? Like what? Mm, I don't know. Uh, anything at all. He was going to softball practice. Oh, yes. He was carrying a glove and a baseball bat. A- and a knapsack. He had a knapsack on his back. A knapsack. Huh. Any idea what was in it? Officer, I could barely see the boy, let alone to see what's in his knapsack. What do you think I have, X-ray vision? Oh, well, uh, what do you know about those woods? Not much. Uh, kids play down there sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's fairly deep wood. They go on a long ways, uh, out to the edge of old man Gar's field. You know, where they put those power lines in. I once heard a rumor that there were wild dogs back there. Never saw them, though. Yes, well, thanks, Mr. Webster. You're a good, solid citizen. Glad to be of help. Except when it comes to paying unjustified parking tickets. So Officer Harley went into the woods, convinced that there was a lot more to Steve Larson's disappearance than everyone thought. Well, better call the chief. Wonder how the walkie-talkie's holding up. Officer Harley calling Chief Smithson. Can you read me, Chief? Over. Well, 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 if it isn't Inspector Hardy. Finally decided to join us here in the woods for the search? Ah, Mr. Larson, I'm glad you're here. More questions, I suppose? Uh, This is the Chief. Where are you, David? I mean, uh, Officer Harley. Over. Uh, Excuse me, Mr. Larson. I'm in the woods where Steve was last seen. Any leads where you are? Over. I'm still at the carnival. We're getting assistance from the state police. Over. I think I may be on to something here, Chief. Over. Can you read me, David? I'm having a little trouble hearing you. It sounds like your walkie-talkie is acting up again. Maybe you should call me from the squad car. Over. Will do, Chief. 10-4. Over and out. Uh, if you could hear me. Now, uh, Mr. Larson, this might be a long shot, but... But I was wondering if your son... Al? Hey, Al. Sherman! Sherman, any luck? Uh, nothing, Al. I went all the way to Gower's Clearing, then some. It's all overgrown. I don't think anybody's been back there in years. Saw an old rusted-out tractor, what's left of an old barn. Nothing else. Uh, I'm going to head out to the north edge near Wilson Road. Okay, Sherman. Thanks for all your help. No, no problem. This is crazy. A kid just can't up and disappear like this. Uh, uh, Mr. Larson, did Steve usually carry a knapsack to softball practice? Knapsack? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, maybe he did. I I don't remember. Why? Mr. Webster saw him carrying a glove, bat, and knapsack. Great. So? I was thinking that it might have had supplies. Have you noticed anything missing around the house? Food, for instance? You're still trying to say he ran away, aren't you? You just don't let up, do you? My boy could be in serious trouble, and you are out chasing rabbits. You know, after we find him, I'm going to have a word with your superiors. David! David, are you there? This is the chief. Over. 
I'm here, Chief. Over. We have someone who believes they saw Steve Larson here at the carnival earlier talking to an unidentified man. Now, they've given us a positive ID on the boy's picture. Now, you finish what you're doing and come over here. Hey, we're, you we're guys, listen. You hey, Chairman, they, they think they saw Steve at the carnival. We're wasting our time here. Come on. I read you. Are they sure it was Steve Larson? Over. Why, why don't you... I can't hear you, David. Testing. Testing. Over. Harley, I can't hear you. Finish whatever it is you're doing. Join us as soon as you can. Okay? Over and out. Yeah, finish what I'm doing. Right. Oh, great. Whatever it is I'm doing. Well, let me think about that. If I wanted to hide from everybody, where would I go? I'd go to the part of the woods where no one would normally go. Well, Sherman already did that and didn't find anything. But Sherman was looking for someone he thought would want to be found. You have to look differently when you're trying to find someone who might not want to be found. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Well, I'll have a look anyway. They always taught us at the Academy that a policeman's instinct is his most vital possession. Next to his pension plan, of course. Officer Harley pushed his way through the woods. Since most people rarely went back that far, it was heavily overgrown. Oh, prickers. Oh, Sherman wasn't kidding. This is a thick forest. Oh, man, I need to stop for a minute and look this over. Oh, if I were a kid, which way would I go? Well, I wouldn't go at all if I heard there were wild dogs back here. Oops, better not think about that. Ah, if I were a kid, I wouldn't be as tall as I am now. That's the first clue. Now, all I have to do is look low and see if there isn't a natural path to follow. And sure enough, Officer Harley leaned down and spotted a line of broken branches and trampled leaves. <laughs> I knew watching Daniel Boone all those years would pay off. Time dragged on as Harley struggled through the woods. The thick trees kept most of the sun out, and after a while, he began to wonder if he might be on the wrong track. Maybe Steve really had been kidnapped, or simply run off to the carnival. He debated it in his mind, but something kept telling him to keep going. All the evidence seemed to point to the idea that Steve had simply run away from home. Steve? Come out, come out, wherever you are! Huh, always worked for me. I'd feel better if I could find something. You know, maybe look off to the side somewhere and see anything that looked like Steve had been through here, like that softball glove and bat over there by the tree. Yeah, that would encourage me a lot. Softball glove and bat? Hey, right, that's perfect. Slow down, investigate the scene. Yeah, no evidence of struggle or violence, good. No broken branches or sign that he walked this way. Hmm, let me see these things. There are some initials carved on the side of the bat. SL, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Hmm, looks like he probably got tired of carrying them and threw them in this direction. And why not? If he really hates softball, he wouldn't want to keep them. Oh, oh boy, I better call a chief. Detective Har... <coughs> I mean, uh, Officer Harley calling Chief Smithson. Come in, Chief. Over. Uh, come in, Chief. It's David. I found Steve's glove and bat. Chief, can you hear me? 
It's on the fritz again. Well, I should push on. Steve! Steve! There's no telling how much longer he walked through the woods. It was much further than he had imagined. But finally, he reached the edge. Hey, this must be old Gar's field. Yep, there's a rusted tractor. Ah, it's sure seen better days. And there's the old barn. Mm, pretty run down, all right. I'd better check it out. Steve! It's awfully dark in here. Whoa! This place is falling apart. Steve, are you in here? Aha! You're in one of the stalls, aren't you? Come on out. It's time to go home. Oh, oh, hello there, Mr. Raccoon, or Mrs. Raccoon, or whatever you are. What are you doing in here? Oh, you're eating. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Yeah, what are you eating? Oh, it looks like a cupcake and a wrapper. Imagine that, a raccoon munching on a cupcake in a barn in the middle of nowhere. Now, where do you think you'd get a name-brand cupcake, the local raccoon convenience store in the corner of Oak and Maple? I know you're in here, Steve. Come on out. This barn isn't very safe. It looks like a sneeze could blow it down. Steve, we need to have a little talk. Everyone's very worried. Go away. Hello, Steve. I'm Officer Harley. <laughs> so you are in the hayloft. Leave me alone. There are people all over town looking for you. They think you've been kidnapped. Good. No, that's not good at all. They're worried sick about you. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Steve, you're making me nervous staying up there. This barn should have been torn down a long time ago. It's dangerous. Come on down and we'll talk outside where, where it's safe. No, you'll handcuff me and take me back. No, I won't. We'll talk. Scout's honor. That's all. Honest. Please? No. Uh-oh. Gently, Steve. No, go away. Okay, that's it. I'm going to get on my walkie-talkie and I'll call my chief and he'll have this place surrounded with helicopters and SWAT teams and, and the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard? I don't believe it. I'm telling you, this thing is going to fall in. Now, gently, get down here right this minute, Steve. I'm going to count to three and then I'm coming up after you. One... Steve! Oh, no. It sounds like the whole barn caved in on Steve and Officer Harley. And unfortunately, we're going to have to wait until next week to see what happened to them and whether they'll be okay. In the meantime, I just want to remind you one more time about our call-in survey. The question again was, what's your favorite place to go on a family vacation? Just call us with your answer at 1-800-A-FAMILY. It's a toll-free number, so it won't cost you anything. And we'll send everyone who calls a free cassette copy of today's program just for helping us out. That's 1-800-A-FAMILY. 
Or if you want, you can write to us here in Odyssey and ask for your free tape. Address your letter to Adventures in Odyssey, Pomona, California, 91799. Be sure to mention the call letters of this station so we know where you heard us. And ask for the program called Harley Takes the Case. That's Adventures in Odyssey, Pomona, California, 91799. Well, next week, we'll go back to the barn where Steve and Officer Harley are trapped and find out what happens to them in Part 2 of Harley Takes the Case. Don't miss it. Harley Takes the Case was written by Paul McCusker and was produced and directed by Steve Harris and Phil Lawler. Our engineer was Bob Luttrell and Chuck Bolte, our executive producer. And I'm Chris, inviting you to join us next week for another adventure in Odyssey. 